The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, but early in the morning he arrived again in the temple area, and all the people started coming to him, and he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and made her stand in the middle. They said to her, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? They said this to, him, to test him so that they could have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and began to write on the ground with his finger. But when they continued asking him, he straightened up and said to them, Let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again he bent down and wrote on the ground, and in response they went away one by one, beginning with the elders. So he was left alone with the woman before him. Then Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She replied, No one, sir. Then Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin any more. The Gospel of the Lord. It's sometimes important to distinguish between words and how we interpret them and understand them. And the word today is actually condemn. It's really, really important to understand what does it mean to condemn. And it's important to compare that with another word, I think it's, which is the, its opposite, which is to condone. Right? We condemn actions. We condemn. We, we, go, we say certain actions are not good. We also condone actions. We support them. We encourage them. What Jesus says today is, is very important because this could be quickly misinterpreted. Jesus clearly says, I do not condemn you. Like, who's condemning you? Who here is accusing you? And she says, there's no one here accusing me. He says, great, I'm not accusing you either. But don't sin anymore. What he's not saying is, okay, well, you did the thing and that's okay. But don't sin anymore. He's saying, actually, no, I'm just not accusing you of this thing. I'm not accusing you of the said action you're being accused of. And this is very, very important because God has the authority to condemn us. His justice is the final say. And we can't look at this and say, well, God is saying it's not a sin to commit adultery. No, actually what he says is, I'm not accusing you of the adultery. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. But I'm telling you, does not sin anymore. So the thing is, he probably did know that she sinned. For us, this is very, very essential because we are sinners. We are not the judges. And while we are called to not condone certain actions, we also don't have the authority to condemn people. Well, that person sinned. Look at yourself. And that's the point about this gospel. That's the point about that first reading. As as long as it is, it's so beautiful because it comes into question that of character. False accusations hurt a lot of people. Now those men in the first reading, those elders, they were wrong. They were wrong. They screwed up. They were sinners. They were selfish. They were wrong. But Susanna, she's the one that's caught in the crossfire. 
And because for herself, like she doesn't want to allow herself to die in the sense of I'm going to allow myself to commit a sin so that, you know, they don't say anything against me. She was actually willing to face physical death to save spiritual death. And this is really important for us. Our souls are way more important than people's opinions. But people's opinions and their false accusations, they can cause a lot of damage. And we see that in the church. We see that in the world. Like people have accused others who are meant to be in these positions of responsibility and they're, they're false. And it, and it does damage. So for us, there's, there's two key things here. One, don't make false accusations. We can't be the ones condemning falsely. And at the same time, if we are condemned, even if it's not just, even if it's not right, and we know what the truth really is, we should defend and speak up for the truth, of course, but not allow ourselves to fall into sin so as to appease the accusation. How do we respond? Susanna faced mortal death for spiritual life. Jesus reminds us today that he isn't going to necessarily condemn us for our actions, but he will judge us. And ultimately, he wants us to not sin. It sounds really simple because it's meant to be really simple. And yet, because we sin and we make mistakes and we are in error, we have to correct that. Jesus will pass a judgment on us. And that judgment's based off of our response to what we've done. But we can always go back and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. I screwed up and I need forgiveness. I need healing. And I'm not going to sin again. Jesus will never not offer us that. So while we in our own lives have to look and say, yeah, I can't really condemn other people. I can look at actions. I can judge actions. But I'm not called to condemn them. Only God can judge them. But we should all encourage people not to sin anymore. And so whether we face false accusations or we've ever been a part of creating a false accusation, we should also always seek truth and clarity. Susanna was the virtuous woman. The truth came out in the end, and the men received the just judgment they should have received. This woman, caught in adultery, is not condemned by the Lord, but encouraged to sin no more, to go and live life free of sin. That's what Jesus wants for us. Just live a life free of sin. So may we either receive well the false accusations we've ever faced, uniting that to the cross, or may we return to the Lord day in and day out, asking forgiveness, because that's what he wants to give us, his love and mercy.